rumors of our death have been greatly exaggerated. Yep. We're yep. still alive. It's Colin here in Stu's The Evil G Podcast, episode 74. Yeah, we can all you can all stop panicking. We're here. We're back. We, but you know, nothing, nothing to worry about. I swear to God, everything is fine. We got the fire under control eventually. It only took a couple of weeks. Yeah, we had a brief hiatus due to technical difficulties, as in my PC shit the bed. That was mad. Hey? Like we were just getting ready to do the podcast, and you messaged going, "Uh." We're not podcasting. My PC <laughs> just died. And I was like, oh shit, this is serious. But I got a new PC now. Mm. And it works. Is it? I, I've never, I haven't actually asked you this. Is it just pretty much the same? I'm going to sound so stupid here, but is it on the same sort of power range as the, your last one? Or have you gone a bit more power or last, less power? What, what way have you went? Um, no, it's, it's just more powerful on that that it's newer all right okay so, so a bit newer graphics card and things like that oh yeah yeah so yeah, can, can your pc do ray tracing uh probably probably mine probably. can't because mine can't i downloaded a game that was given to me for free on a on gog and i was all class get a look at this here and i went to boot it up and the game just looked at me and went what the fuck you think you're playing at you can't do ray tracing Shut right. up. What game is this? Because you can normally turn that off because nobody's no, computer it, can do that properly. Yeah, it's it was um a Quake 2 mod. Ah. Yeah. Right. Normally yeah. you have to buy Quake 2 and stuff, but they give me Quake 2 for free. But they says, I you can get Quake 2 for free, but we'll give you this cool fancy version. And I didn't realize it was ray traced. I was just looking at the screenshots going, fuck, these boys have done some job on Quake 2. Hey. Tried to install, well, installed it, and then went to play it, and it just looked at me and went, "No, you'll melt." <laughs> so I think I think the first generation of graphics cards that could do ray tracing was the twenty series for Nvidia, which would be, I'm not sure about AMD cards. So I have an AMD card. Went for an AMD build this time. Mm. Uh, I, I, I'm not sure if it does ray tracing, and don't really care <laughs> i was just curious if it was such a big because like i said i was all like oh yeah quick two class looking and then the game just went no and i was like oh fuck i am behind them but if ray tracing if not a lot of people are still pulling that shit out i don't feel as bad anymore then happy days i mean you know yourself like your your playstation 5 is capable of it but you turn it off yeah. because you want the frame rate instead most of the time i do that the one game where i kept it on uh was ghostwire tokyo because it's obviously set in Tokyo during the rain and just when you turn the ray tracing off, you you really could see the difference. And I was like, right, this has to stay on. But mm. I've done this cool thing where you could V-Sync. So you could get the ray tracing and still get the 60 frames, but I couldn't get 120. And it's like, That's I don't care right. about that. It has all the crazy... Uh, oh, uh, not crazy, but it's got, for a console game, it's got a ton of different options for... Yeah, it's like six. Mm. Which is something. Some... Yep. Some other developers could learn from that. It, it, oh, will we do that first? Seeing as that we're kind of leaning into that. Hi, <laughs> why not? Um, Fuck me! And this, Can't uh, like, us. this is a game that I played. Um, so the the sequel to uh, Plague Tale Innocence came out and called Plague Tale Requiem. I booted that up. It's on Game Pass. Uh, and was like, why is this running at 
30 frames a second and then went into the options, uh, went to graphics, and it was all like, do you want to change the brightness? I was like, no, I want 60 frames a second, you bastard. <laughs> I was like, nope, no bueno. Aye, so uh, not even two years into the new generation of consoles, are, are we are we just like doing 30 frames again already? It is mad because it's not even just because you you would maybe think some people might be listening to this guy, but you're on the Series S, I bet you the Series X and maybe PS5 will be fine. Nope, they are 30 frames as well. And I'm on a series, that's a Series X I'm playing. Oh, you're on the X. Sorry, sorry, Mm -hmm. I thought you had the S. You're on the X, you're on the big one anyway. Um, but this isn't the only game that this has happened with that new uh, Gotham uh, Knights, yeah, that one as well. That came out and Rocksteady sort of went, ah, it's 30 frames only, and everyone's looking at them going, why? <laughs> uh, they were all like, oh, it's for reasons it's impossible. We couldn't possibly put a six. <laughs> I said, you can do it on PC. Ah. Drop the resolution. And uh, I'm sorry, we already know that there is already better looking games out there that run at 60. So... That that that's not an excuse. Saying that the you know the the machines couldn't handle our game at sixty frames is absolute bullshit. Is you're really bad at making console games, I guess. I will say, uh, Playtale looks stunning. Like it yeah. really, really looks good. Um, but I would, I would take a drop in resolution for more mm. frames because playing stuff at thirty now is just haven't had to do it in a long time, and it's, uh, it's I don't man, like it. I, I tried loading up thing the other day, sure, just to, to get back and then give it a wee go. Uh, Bloodborne. I can't play it. I can't fucking play it. It's like, oh my god, what the <laughs> hell is this? Hey, how did I play this? Yeah. It's like a slideshow. <laughs> that is a a crime that that doesn't that, that something hasn't been done to that to, to make it mm. run better. Like, they, they've done it to other games, um, mm-hmm. but not like... Some of the ones that didn't deserve it, and they've done, and they won't do it. The one that clearly does deserve it, I don't know, but that—that's a whole other podcast, there, man. We could go on to that one for a long time. <laughs> mm. I really hope this isn't the start of. Um, uh, thirty frames second is all right, but I don't know. I—I I think it might just be, like, I don't understand Rocksteady's excuse because they have been working on that for. Now, that that feels like it was announced a decade ago. Um, how they didn't be able to you sort of utilize the 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 power of the, of the new consoles is beyond me. Mm. Uh, maybe it's a case of uh, the, the we'd have to do work to do that, and we don't want to do any more work on this. Mm. Maybe if people complain loud enough about these two, we'll get patches at some point that adds it in. That would mm. be good, but like, yeah, I I started playing it on the PC then, where I can change the settings to get the frame rate <laughs> I want. So, uh, yeah, it's it's not it's not great. We 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 shouldn't go back to being like, I thirty frames is grand is good enough because it's just it's just not. Oh. Really? We've had that. We've had that sweet sixty, sixty. We've had that sweet, sweet sixty frames now, and it's hard to go back once you've. Had, I remember I used to joke around that frame rate wasn't important. What an arse I was! It is very important. Mm. I will say that uh, when you go above sixty, it's like 
for about five minutes you're all like oh it's so smooth and then you stop noticing but i yeah. think i think that's the line i don't think you'll ever get used to going back to 30 frames a second it's never gonna feel smooth your eyes aren't gonna get used to that and be like ah oh, it's just the same but i think it does um and i i have a 144 hertz monitor on my pc so you know i've played stuff like we've been playing uh deep rock galactic on the pc um mm -hmm. and that's running at 120 frames for me um and i don't notice a while lot if i switch it to 60 back to back i'll probably uh notice then but um mm. i i think i just think 60 frames a second is just the that should be the minimum uh of acceptable frame rate yeah in this day and age 100 percent Definitely 100%. sound like a frame rate dick here. It's like, yeah, oh, but, I don't, I don't do anything out below sixty. But you're talking about modern games on these not that old machines. Like, you know, it's. I'm pretty sure that Plague Tale got released on the PS4 and Xbox One as well. That's one of those cross-gen games. E so, the the first one, Innocence. No, I think that that second one didn't that come out in both. Oh, there's no way it could have. Because the, the way they've got it there, it's like, it's pushing. Um, I'm going to do, yeah. I'm doing a, doing a quick check here myself, but I, I, uh, oh no, you're right. It's on the Switch somehow, but. <laughs> oh, wonder does it do the, the cloud stuff. There's uh, no way Switch is running this. <laughs> that cloud stuff is fucking pointless, <laughs> Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah, I I haven't had a good experience with the cloud stuff. I mean, no. the best one is probably the Xbox One, and it it works. Mm. But you you still get that wee bit of input lag, mm. and it's noticeable. Definitely is. I guess if you if you have no other option, it's better than nothing. Yeah, I suppose that's true. Hmm. The guy that done the music for that is the guy that done the music for Streets of Rage Four. So there you go. Is it all cool thumping beats in that game? Is it? Oh, I EDM <laughs> up the wazoo in Plague Tale Requiem in seventeenth century France. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! But yeah, that yeah. this has this this has to be knocked on the head quickly. This thirty frames crack. That's just no way, man. If you look no. at the, the the requirements, the PC requirements, which are refusing to load, and this is probably <laughs> minimum, probably wouldn't run the best, but like uh, a GTX 970, that's not that's not a new no. graphics card at all. Oh, I think even I'm a little bit above that one. Mm. Uh, yeah, don't like that. Don't, let's not make a. But the game's good though. The game is fantastic. Uh, it's, more, it's more of uh, a Plague Tale, a little bit more mm. um, combat focused. I think you get a crossbow at some point. Cool, but it's still like mostly you know stealth. But it's you can get experience and play in different ways. So there's one like aggressiveness. So that is you're more uh, gonna go out and kill all these guys. And then there's stealth, and then there's using alchemy. Uh, so. 
But yeah, it's definitely a fantastic game. It's just a, a shame about the 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 bad frame rate stuff. Mm. So why how about we uh, talk about the th- the big the biggest thing to ever happen? Uh, <laughs> after all the rumors and after all the shit we had to go through. Was it last week Konami actually came out and basically says, I were doing a live stream. And even then, they they don't know how to do a live stream, but we'll talk about that in a second. But, uh, <laughs> yep, Konami came out and actually announced games. And not just games. Silent um, Hill announced games. Silent Hill games. And over all our worst fears have been realized. And... I know. Fuck. <laughs> See the moment I the, the when the stream I say when the stream started when I skipped that hour, what the fuck were Konami at? I putting up a pre-recorded live stream video with a countdown. <laughs> it had an hour countdown too. But you could just skip because they just yep. uploaded the whole video. I don't. I don't think. I, I don't think Konami knows how to work YouTube. <laughs> I think Konami that's what it is. They don't know how to work much these days, but. Um, the moment that the opening trailer started and it was in the bathroom, I was like, oh, shit, here we go. Here we go. And then our new heroin-addicted James Sutherland came in and I was like, yep, I know where this is heading. And then obviously, you know, they, they've got the, the creature designer and they've got the music. And then it says, developed by Bloober Team. And everyone goes, ah, fuck. Well, that's, that's screwed. <sighs> yep. Um... It will, it, James looks weird. I'll just he say that to, to it doesn't look right. <laughs> it does, not he right. looks very sunken. Um, they didn't show any gameplay from like the town looks fine and all that. And, you know, yeah, that looks all but uh, James just looks a bit off. Um, and it showed all the all the bits you would expect from a Silent Hill Two remake trailer. There's Pyramid Head doing his weird thing with the legs you know all that James hiding in a closet it doesn't look like it doesn't look like they've even tried to like do a reimagine and they've just went I make Silent Hill 2 again go so I think that is the best you can hope for out of this is don't let them deviate don't let them put their own spin on it for the love of god don't Um, Mm. And just just update the graphics, which I don't think was really all that necessary anyway. No, it still looks stunning, but as we were as we were discussing earlier. How well do you know Blooper Team? Um, I have tried two of their games and never finished either of them. Do you know anything about them from before uh, Layers of Fear? Yeah, they used to do that shit Bomberman ripoff. Mm. That they used to do a lot of shit ripoffs. That yeah. was that was their they're basically shovelware on handheld mm. things what did, and what uh, did you call that shit Bomberman one was was it basement basement brawl or something like that? There was meant to be like a spooky bomberman. Mm. It was absolute shite. So basically that's how they made it. They they lifted concepts from other well known games and just ripped them off. That that's what mm. they were known for. And then for some reason, layers of fear which was a ripoff of PT. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of like similarities, um, like re- the repeating hallways being haunted by a spooky ghost woman. Um, 
Uh, and for some reason, like, those were all over the place after, you know, after PT got pulled. Yeah, yeah. Uh, everyone was making one of those um, just absolute steam trash. Uh, but for some reason, there's got a pass. Hmm. Um, and then I don't think they understood what was good about PT. So no, they, clearly not. And then they made Observer, which was them misunderstanding what's good about uh, Blade Runner. <laughs> yep. Uh, and then the Medium, which was them misunderstanding what was good about Silent Hill 2 yep. to begin with. Uh, and for some reason, Konami went, oh, that's, th- those are the guys. That's the yep. guys right there. Um, and he played their games. There's like this really worrying trend, especially like their, their horror games, is their attitudes towards mental health issues uh, mm. and, and stuff. And it's like, yeah, maybe suicide's the answer. Yeah. Basically. And, <laughs> and considering some of the characters in Silent Hill 2, Maybe yeah. it is just as well they follow the script. And Silent Hill Two is a very nuanced and empathetic game. Mm. These guys don't have a fucking shred of empathy, and they they won't be able to, you know, understand the situation that James is in and and what happened, and they they won't be able to handle that sort of nuance. So if they stray outside of what's already already there at all, it's gonna be bad. Um. And it's, I, I shit you not, I've seen multiple um, things on you, reactions to YouTube where massive Silent Hill fans break down in tears when they <laughs> saw this. Like, more than one. It was like, it, it, I think it was just a, a mix of the emotion of, oh, uh, f- f- something's finally happening, but is literally the worst possible thing that could have happened. <laughs> um so here we are now one of two things could happen here either they'll make a really shit uh version of Silent Hill 2 and we'll all go this is shit fuck you blooper team and move on with their lives mm. or they'll finally do something good and Silent Hill will see a blooper team hmm it's that my only my only worry about that it, it it's a nice thought but they've never done combat before mm, this is true uh, and putting combat into their first game and it being silent hill if you've never really dealt with the mechanics of shooting or combat or anything and you've nothing to reference it from then you're gonna just have the most generic where all the guns feel weightless and there's no recoil and it's just going to be like it's going to end up like that fucking or it could end up like that fucking shit one I played that rabbit hole one and I swear to god that was clearly made by guys who had never done any sort of shooting based mechanics or anything but I mean the thing about Silent Hill is there was no quick reloads and there was none of that you know every shot you know, you were waiting in between shots because there was a rate of fire and you just couldn't just willy-nilly everything. You just had you had to pick your shot and everything, especially when it came to the rifles and the shotguns and things like that. So that would be my worry is they've never done combat before and trying it for their first game on Silent Hill to me is a bit of a huge, huge risk. 
Like they could make this great looking town and have the monsters all look great and all the rest of it. And then when you're actually walking around shooting things, it just feels completely weightless and shit. And that's my big worry. Mm. So I know this this isn't exactly the same, but I mean, Overwatch was Blizzard's first attempt at a first person shooter. That is true. But... That's very true. Yeah, that's Blizzard. They have a track record of good games. <laughs> uh, yeah. I would yeah. say Bloober have zero good games. <laughs> like I say, I, I've never finished one. I can't get through them. I just get bored. Like, the only reason I bought Observer, honestly, it was because uh, it was Rooker Horror was in it, and it was the last thing he had ever done. So I bought it for that reason. And I remember just getting a bit into it and... I think it was like my second hour in there and I had to keep, you know, the stupid mechanic to open the doors was absolutely ridiculous. So it was. Yeah. Yeah. Someone just jumped in there and they left you and that was very I good. I think it was Ninja. <laughs> like he realized we were in the middle of podcasting. He was like, oh shit, they're not playing games, they're podcasting. <laughs> he doesn't want to be on the podcast. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that 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 would be the thing is um, they they've I I know it's a nice idea that Overwatch was Blizzard's first first person shooter, but I think Blizzard would obviously make sure something is actually good before they release it. You know, you know, crazy shit in their studios. You know, put to the side, the games they put out were you know solidly made games. Um, mm. Whereas Bluebird team will just go. Hey, look, we ripped off Bomberman. Fire that out. Hey, we looked, we ripped off PT. Fire that out. Hey, we, we ripped off Blade Runner. Fire that out. Yeah, uh, that, that's that's their whole thing is is just taking things like like they don't they don't uh, they don't do original stuff. They don't have original ideas. They've got mm. nothing to offer. Which, uh, like I was saying, maybe that's what you want. You want someone to just go, right, you're making... You, there's no need for a original idea here. You're just updating this, and that's that. That's all you have to do. You don't have to think. You just do it. Um, um, well, we know they've made one mistake anyway, is they have said that the whole game will be played with the Resi 4 style behind-the-shoulder camera. Yeah, they fucked up already. Yeah. yeah. Which like, is so stupid, because in medium... They copy Silent Hill's camera stuff. Mm. It's like, yeah, right, you've already done that, but like, why are you just like stuff? I don't think this was their decision. I think this is where Konami stepped in and went, hey, them Resident Evil remakes are really popular. Go on, make us one of them, but we Silent Hill. So just yeah. do the shoulder thing and everything. Yeah. Just look at, look at Resident Evil and do that. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, uh, That'll be weird. Yeah, uh, I don't know uh, if it'll uh, no, have the same atmosphere. It was it, it was the thing. Like, okay, so Silent Hill originally got made because Konami mm -hmm. went stuck threw a team together and went, make us a Resident Evil. So it's kind of fitting that this is them going, make <laughs> us a Resident Evil remake. Um, <laughs> but the team at the time sat down and went no but we want to we want to make it our own thing and one of the things they did was combining a behind the back camera with static shots and cameras mm. that moved around independently of the character to give it a movie like feel um 
but if mm. if this the if this is just gonna go right, we're just having a a Resident Evil Two remake, but it's Silent Hill Two. Um, yeah, I d- I don't have the best thing to do is just have zero expectation. You can't be disappointed that way. Exactly. Um, yeah, yeah, I've done. No, there were other some would say too many <laughs> announcements. <laughs> It came out of this thing. It wasn't just the the remake. We're getting some new games. So one of them, um, again, didn't show much of this, but uh, Silent Hill Townfall, which um, is being made by a developer out of Glasgow called No Code. Uh, they made uh, a game I have played, Observation, uh, which think i spoke about i did yeah i do remember uh, you talking about it which i i really enjoyed that game uh this is a completely new thing um not sure what it's gonna be uh apparently that trailer already has like we secrets hidden in it um mm. uh like the there's like lines of uh dialogue in there something that references uh alessa at some point, so right. you know, tying it into the 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 Silent Hill lore. Um, but again, some would argue that's not the important part of Silent Hill. I mm. like the Silent Hill lore, though. Um, I do. But that's that's a new thing, uh, which will probably be more adventurey game. It's being published by Annapurna, I guess, in partnership with Konami. Mm. Uh. And then there was that thing. What was what was it called? The other thing. Oh, uh, the Ascension or something like that. Or no, I don't even know what it is. Is it the game? Is it a text message? See what I took from it was like an interactive TV series or interactive. They kept calling it an experience, and I yeah. hate that shit. <laughs> I mean, it's just like this is not. Uh, we don't know what this is. Uh, that. Uh, we also they're they're making another film with oh, that, that's right. that same guy that made the first film. Uh, what do you call him? Uh, the French dude. Ah, uh, is it Grand Grand? Uh, Gans. 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 No, right. It's an odd one. Ah, shit. Christoph Gans, you were right. Christoph Gans. Christoph Gans. Gans was the surname, sorry. So yeah, another, another guy that's just sort of missed the point in his film, so uh, didn't show any trailers tonight. It's just him talking about Silent Hill while footage from Silent Hill 2 plays, so... Yeah, apparently that's what they're going for, is like a Silent Hill 2 film. I Can't think it's been just called as Return to Silent Hill or something. Makes sense because that's what's happening in the second game. Mm. Um, I think the story of Silent Hill 2 would fit a standalone film better than, you know, 1 and 3. Yeah, true. It's a lot more, well, you know, less cult sort of stuff going mm. on. It's a very you know, character-driven personal story that you could uh, do something yep. with. 
Plus, then it would make sense having Pyramid Head in your movie. <laughs> yes, it would. <laughs> uh, and then the last thing they revealed, which is probably the most promising thing. Uh, yeah. Silent Hill F, or is it Silent Hill Forte? Mm. Uh, so this this looks interesting. Um, this is a brand new uh, take on Silent Hill um, mainline game. Uh, and this seemed to be the main event of the whole thing. It's like, hey, we're doing that cash-in thing. We're trying to get on the remake the survival horror classic train but okay we'll try something new as well um so this is uh based in japan in the 1960s so we're not actually in the town which is fine we've had yep. games not in silent hill before and it seems they're a very very different take on the the whole concept uh the trailer we see a um a young girl and there's lots of flowers uh growing um all over the place it's like a lot of spider lilies which have um you know references to like death and, mm. and what have you um pretty much it that this trailer's been picked apart and it seems like everything in it is like a wee uh you know entirely intentional uh and there's mm. nothing nothing throw away it's a everything's a reference to something um, include like the overgrown, like the out of control plant life is um, very much referencing pre or, or post post World War Two Japan, where um, the atom bombs hit, and after that happened, while well, uh, you know wiped out all all life, but afterwards, like uh, the plant life started growing really aggressively. Um, yeah, and it shows this girl walking through and. There's there's vines coming out and clinging onto her, and then at the end she she's all covered in flowers and her face falls off. Um, if people have that weird phobia about holes in skin, you're gonna oh, love yeah. this game. This is the game for you. You should play this because <laughs> they start crawling. Doesn't that at the end they start there's like a bunch of corpses in the water and they they sort of come out of the skin of the people and all. Yeah, it's fucking, fucking nasty looking. Yep. Um, so the, the good news of this is the writer, uh, Ryokishi Seven, um, is a pretty prolific uh, visual novel writer. Um, wrote a very good series of visual novels called uh, When They Cry, um, which are very creepy and, and weird, which is, you know, if you want someone writing a Silent Hill, mm. that's, a, that's a good shout. Um the the designs by someone called Kara. I don't know. Apparently, that's there was a lot of people very excited about that as well. Mm, mm. Apparently, mm. They, they've done a lot of creature designs for um, movies and things like that uh, in Japan. So apparently, they're well known over there for their creature designs. So right. A lot of people. I think that's why they made a big deal of putting these names on the screen, sort of going, yeah. "Look who we've got on the, in this game." And then the developer, uh, Neobards, uh, mm. they worked on uh, Resident Evil Reverse. Yeah, no, that, the As thing with said, Reverse, um, they were literally told, here, see these assets, make a multiplayer game out of them. And they, they, they've they came out themselves and says, 
we didn't want to do it, but we were kind of told we we this was what we were hired. They thought they were being hired to like you know help with well they did apparently do help with the two and three sort of single player bits because they had to sort of get the the way the models and all worked and things like that. But then yeah. they were just told, no, nope, you're putting this multiplayer game together. And they were like, oh, okay. And they actually, do you know that actually got released? Yeah. Have you tried it? I did. It, and see this whole, oh, we, we've we've changed so much. It's the same shite. <laughs> anyway, we'll get to that later. Like, But um, I, they obviously know what they're doing when it comes to models, animation, and things like that. So, yeah. I'm willing to give them a go. They're, I, being, they're, they're being allowed to make a single-player game and not being told, use this to make a multiplayer game. Yo, that, that was a, a really good teaser, I think. Hmm. Very different. I would... This is probably... This is pretty obvious, but, like, you know, Silent Hill, you have to have another world. Mm-hmm. We have to slip it. So it's going to be all flowery. And yeah. plants everywhere, and the the red vines everywhere, and spider lilies, and be, um, which will be uh, an interesting way of doing it. You know, departure from all the the rust and. Well, that's the thing. I mean, um, this Silent Hill F could be the Silent Hill's equivalent of Resi Seven. Like, if yeah, you think yeah. about Resi mm. Seven, was nothing to do with Umbrella. Or anything like that. It was completely different, and people absolutely loved it. Silent Hill F could be the same thing. It's yeah. nothing to do with the town or the cult or anything. Here's something completely new that has a I don't know. At the end, we'll put in a tiny little loose link just to go see. That's why it's called Silent Hill. But yeah, it, it, again, that doesn't even matter. And technically, this would be a prequel as well because this takes place mm-hmm. in the '60s. Um, yep. So. Yeah, it wouldn't be hard to link it in some way. Uh, I don't even mm. think you have to. You like all all you have to know about the Silent Hill uh, franchise as a series is there's weird fucking Elder God shit beyond our comprehension. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's manifests, really it manifests in different ways in different places. So that's all you really need. Yep. Um, and it's like, like you're going for a feel. Really, mm. with Silent Hill. Um, is it, uh, saying about the other world stuff as well? It's like Silent Hill 2 doesn't really... 1 and 3 is all the rust and chains and, and mm-hmm. that. 2, the shift is subtle. Yeah. Everything's kind of worn, run down, waterlogged sort of thing or, or burnt. You know, it's... Yeah. Uh, yeah, it does it in a very different way. And then 4 is just not really a Silent Hill game. Because it wasn't supposed to be a Silent Hill game. Until Konami, Konami came to Team Silence and said, you need to slap a Silent Hill name on that. And they were like, we were trying to make something new. Like, the game off. was just going to be called The Room, wasn't it? And then they yeah. were like, I stick Silent Hill on that. It was called Silent Hill The Room. <laughs> hmm such a canally thing to do but um how did this whole thing leave you feeling right sick all all in all <laughs> nauseous i was sort of like oh, for fuck if it wasn't for that last trailer the last trailer i'm glad that was the last thing they showed because that gave me a bit of hope at the end mm. but the moment i seen the the two remake i was all oh, shit bloober teams involved and then i'm not gonna lie i didn't know about 
the the no code guys because then I was like, right, okay, and then I seen the fucking you know the 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 JJ Abrams fucking whatever the hell. Oh, that that's right. Was. He, his it's Bad Robot Studios doing uh, whatever that I was is. Like, uh, what the fuck is even is this even? And then obviously I there was talk of the movie, and I was like, oh fucking hell! Oh, actually, is, there, is anyone going to do a new Silent Hill game? And then when he came out at the end, he says, "I have one last big thing to show you." And I was like, "Right here we fucking go!" And then Silent Hill F. I was like, "Right, at least we ended on something good." But the remake and all the other things, I'm not too fussed about. I'm more the thing that's got me the most yeah. excited definitely is Silent Hill F. Yeah. I wouldn't even get upset about the like the blooper team was just confirming something you knew all the time, but like yeah, just it existing doesn't doesn't erase. Oh no no, Silence not at all. Too. So you know it's it will always be there. Do you know what I'm more annoyed about? What Silent Hill Two didn't need a remake. Why didn't they do the first one? Yeah, the first one uh, would have been a lot more. But if it was blooper team, that's one of the worst things. Is blooper team do not deserve this? No, that's true. They a, don't. a different studio could it would have deserved this way more. They have done nothing to to earn the right to make one no. of the best games ever made. They should have grabbed them wee guys that thought that tormented souls. Mm. Aye, that that would have been. No, Konami they, would have had to pay away less money as well. <laughs> I say they would have had to staff up a bit. Uh, but um, I I bet they would have done a better job of it than than 100%. these clowns will. Um, Imagine we were all proved wrong and this remake was fucking hey, amazing. <laughs> that would be great. That's not a loss for me. I don't give a fuck if I'm wrong. If I get to play <laughs> another version of Silent Hill 2 that's as good, that's I don't mind. Although, um, speaking of great remakes, mm-hmm. this is the, I have to admit when 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 this was announced, I was very dubious because, as we all know. Come I on. love Resi, Resi this 4. Is a, this is in good hands, though. This is in good hands, though. <laughs> Them boys have not done... Since since the release of Resi 7, Capcom have done absolutely nothing wrong with Resident Evil, hey? Except for maybe Leavers. Oh, except the multiplayer bullshit, <laughs> eh? But again, that's not even them doing that. They're just grabbing some poor wee team and going, hey, make this... Try, try and do a Dead by Daylight if you can. And then the next time you want to try and do a Call of Duty this time. <laughs> Capcom, yeah. just... Just make an outbreak. Just do a new outbreak. That's all people want. <laughs> but um, no, obviously they showed off the DLC because I found this actually a bit funny that it was literally the next day because we had our Silent Hill thing last week on the Wednesday and then literally the next day Capcom were like, Aye, we've got a Resident Evil live stream coming and we're going to show you like loads of footage of 4 and what we're doing with 8 and stuff like that. So obviously they first showed off the, the DLC for Resi 8, which I will be getting. Um, definitely. That's a good one. Rizzy, it was fan-fucking-tastic. Um, there's the DLC stuff with his daughter, and there's play the whole game third-person and things like that. But uh, I, the main event in this was the extended proper gameplay of 4. Jesus, it looks so good. Like, not even just from a graphic standpoint. Like, when, it, when they first yes, went into yeah. the town, and all hell's breaking loose around Leon. But I think... I think to ratchet up the uh, because obviously four is about yeah they definitely ratchet up the creepiness big time, but I think to ratchet up the tension in the game, I think for the first time ever, I think there's a stamina bar. Oh shit! 
That's a good way to keep keep the stuff because Leon's a fucking superhero in that game. Yes, the stuff he can do. That's a good way to sort of keep it in there, but make it less of a you know you can break the game with it. Because in Resi Four, you could you know run around, kneecap a guy, then knife him death, and then start suplexing boys. (laughs) But that would be a good way of managing it and just making like that, especially that opening section, make it. A lot more panicky, mm-hmm. especially when that chainsaw starts revving. He <laughs> looks fucking brilliant. He looks up. <laughs> oh, see the eyeball through the bag, man. He looks Doc- fucked. Up. <laughs> What's he called? Doctor Doctor Salvador. Do- Salvador. <laughs> he looks fucking mental. Uh, um, but I like the fact they showed off some of the other characters as well. Although, what do you call him? Uh, Lu- Louis. Louis. Louis looks a, a bit creepy. <laughs> like in the last one, he's like this suave sort of spanish guy whereas in this one he looks like he looks like some type of he looks like a bond villain or something he has this mm. wicked smile on him all the time um, i um but, I noticed something as well it's like uh, some of the uh, the las plagas um like have their heads hanging half off <laughs> so it does that mean like so what you're fighting there is is the the parasite which mm-hmm. is like down in sort of the throat area. Well, that's yeah, where, that's where, that's the, where it that's sits. Where they, yep. So is maybe headshots won't be a good idea. Critical hits this time. You know, like it has been in like you'll do more damage when you shoot the zombies in the head in, in two mm-hmm. and three. Maybe this is no, that doesn't work this time. <laughs> I don't know. Just, it could be a bad idea. You know, if you break the skull, the the whole fucking thing comes flying out at you. I imagine that will happen because it happened in in the mm. the old one. Uh, well, that was just certain ones would just take an amount of damage and it would come yeah, out. Uh, mm. uh, but I, um, uh, I'm interested to to see what the puzzle situation is going to be in this because you know Resident Evil Four had nothing <laughs> really. Yeah, puzzle wise, I I reckon this will be because this they have said they are. They are reimagining it, but they're obviously going to stick close to the game, um, which you know is a nice thing to do. But um, I, under, I, I am way more on board rather than just give me the same Resi Four again. I love the idea of going right. Here's Resi Four, but here's it with like a Resi Two sort of feel. So you're solving puzzles to get around the, the areas and things like that. I'm totally on board for that. Hundred percent, man. That, that's hundred percent what I want. Uh, mm-hmm. that, that's that's what I'm after. It's like just just give me a bit more Resident Evil in this Resident Evil game. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know back when they made four, people were like, ah, sick of the shit, blah blah blah. And they yeah. had to reinvent it. But yep. for me, it's like it got too far away from the original and went down a dodgy ass path. We all know where that ended up. Yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> um, I, I I I get. I know there's a lot of people who say four was the downfall of Resident Evil. But there's also a lot was... of people. There's a lot of people that agree with you as well. There, yeah. There's probably more people that agree with you than don't. To be honest, I think it was what saved Resident Evil because Resi had gotten very stale and things like that. They brought in Mikami again, and he went right. If we're doing this, I've got this idea, um, but we have to change what Resident Evil is because we're just doing the same thing over and over and over again. Obviously, mm-hmm. when he done four and then he cleared off, they went, "Oh, that four was successful. Let's just do a ton of that shit now." And you know, we end yeah, up with like yeah. Resi Six. Um, so 
I think they, they've got that good balance now of going, right, we're going to make this Resi 4, but we're going to obviously keep what's made Resident Evil's comeback popular. So we're going to keep the puzzles and the areas and things like that. Uh, and obviously, I got very excited when I seen my boy. Oh, I was so happy to see him because I was kind of worried. I was like, oh, if this is classic Resi, are we going to lose the merchant? But nope, there he was. And in all his, glory, in all his HD glory. I'm sure Village has their merchant. Yeah, true. He, true. You shouldn't have been worried about that. A much sillier <laughs> merchant, I will point out. <laughs> yes. The joke is a bit, it's mad to think someone's sillier than Resi 4's merchant, but yes, Duke is very silly. Um, but yeah, uh, love the fact they're keeping all these things in. Uh, I think there's a difference though with Leon's knife. It looks like a, like a mix between 2 and 3's knife. So yeah, it's more of a escape sort of mm, thing mm. than, than a, I'm going to go through the game just knifing everyone. Aye. So, um, I just, oh. I'm, I'm so excited. March 23rd. I, I just thought. Right, so they have said that there's barely any QTE in this. How are they going to handle your man and the whole knife fight? Aye. <laughs> Hopefully they've... Uh, I don't think that fits. That has to go. That is a, that, that's a, a pure... Knife mad fight Tyson. it was great at the time because it was so tense you were just watching the screen going right what's next what's next doing it in vr was some crack after him because you had to swing the knife the right way and all <laughs> uh, but yeah i'm very very excited for resi 4 if if it's not too badly priced i might be looking at collector's editions <laughs> I did it with the last one. That's where my that's where my chainsaw controller came from. Was collectors Resi Four, so you know, it's it's my favorite game of all time. I'll have to do something big for it, but yeah, cannot wait. Um, oh. But that that was all they showed. They didn't talk about much else. They just done a, a huge sort of big thing for don't, Resident don't Evil to. Four. They no. have said that they would be willing to do a Code Veronica remake if the opportunity arises. I don't know what that means because. You are the guys that would make that opportunity mm. <laughs> to, to just go. Right, let's do this. Um, <laughs> which will be the first time them remaking one that is kind of not not remembered very well, and probably rightly so. I see. That's the thing. I I remember playing it originally, and it was Resident Evil, so I was happy. But I remember trying to go back a couple of years ago and play it, and Jesus, that is a bad game. <laughs> it was the main it, catalyst for Resident Evil 4 in, in the yeah, first place so. it definitely was oh, but some of the things that that you could literally break that game like you could save it and then that I would did, be you fucked I did I, I I had it saved before getting on the plane to go to America oh, yeah. and yeah. didn't have any weapons or shit and had to fight a tyrant and you're like well this is fucked and, mm. and I can't my only save is on this plane so that's that's oh you have to start again and you're like no I don't I'll never play you again. And this was back when you had uh, memory cards and slots were a thing. Mm-hmm. So I right, so this I have five hundred saves. I have three or three different saves. It's like I but that means I have to lose all my characters and tech and tag tournament. Fuck you. <laughs> so Overwatch two came out. What? Yes, it did. That's that's not true. Well, they, changed, I, okay. they changed the name of Overwatch to Overwatch Two, and made it free to play. Yep, that's what there they was did. a big, there was a big update to Overwatch, <laughs> and they put a two at the end of it. 
at the end of it. And now all the stuff you used to be able to get for free, you now have to pay for. Crazy money, by the way. Um, also, it's a sad thing because the the gameplay is still there and it's still so fucking good to play. But just just knowing that you're playing it just for the the. There's nothing wrong with playing a game for having the fun. There's nothing wrong when you see it, or there's nothing worse that you maybe see a cool skin. You're like, oh, that's a class-looking skin, but I am not giving you 20 quid yeah, for that. No I, fucking I, way. I, I play that game knowing I'm never going to get an, uh, a legendary skin ever again. Because hmm. I'm not paying for them, and the prices no. they're, they're charging, it's just that it's not happening. No. Um, and then they removed all the 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 double point capture maps mm. tomb of osiris which was one of my favorites yes great map and voskaya industries yep and the hanamura was it called hanamura as well yep yeah. oh hanamura was a great map yeah getting getting into that second point or ah. defending that second point always be was like uh you know proper Push. proper scraps there uh, um, and the reason for well, doing it is because they were too long yet you still have a capture point then do payload hmm. which takes just as long or can yeah uh, it's uh, it's shitty um what else i don't is understand what they mean by too long because um they have a timer on the match that's true as well i i don't get it i don't get it uh, at all um, the same as like uh, reducing the player count to, to to five, so you only have one tank. So if you're a tank player, you got a lot of pressure on you. Yeah. And now if you have a bad tank on your team, you kind of fucked. Yeah, true. Because like, normally, if one of your <laughs> tanks was pushed, you could at least sort of huddle behind the other one. And no one wants to play support, or if mm. they do play support, they don't play it as support uh, no they do not and then you can still buy box copies of overwatch one you can literally go into a shop right now and pay 30 quid for a not even second hand a new copy of overwatch which doesn't exist anymore which will install a free-to-play game on your playstation or whatever and give you nothing for it mm. so you've paid 30 quid literally for nothing Absolutely nothing. Mm. Yeah. It, it is bad because like, you're torn over like this being actually fun to play versus mm. shitty business and mm. it being Activision being shit and it's bleh, well it is what it is I guess. But it is a good that's the worst as you say the worst thing is it's a good game. It's a lot of fun to play. Yeah. And I suppose at least they let you carry your stuff over. Yeah, but, at least. at least. Yeah. Well, they had to because it's the same fucking game. Yeah, true. <laughs> uh, if they tried that shit, there would have been, there would have been nobody playing. Huh? I say, if this, if this was A2, then surely every character in it would not just have new a new skin for, you know, a new look and new design which they'd have new looks and new designs 
But they'd also have new a new victory pose in that, which not all the characters do. Like Junkrat doesn't have a an Overwatch two victory pose. No. By default, like it's 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 the first one. It's the same one. So yeah, it's um, that two's uh, a bit a bit dodgy. Uh, I mean, they they added technically what they did was add a new game mode and a couple of new characters and changed a couple of characters. Which many like, games have done and not called them yeah. a sequel. Yeah. Like, Arissa's a pain in the arse now. Oh, Jesus, she is, eh? Um, and uh, Doomfist is a tank now. Weird. Yeah, yeah. He's no uh, bigger, though. The whole point of a tank is to be a big, sort of, chunky fucker, but... He was always pretty big anyway. He's got more health, hasn't he? He's a bit more health on him, but size-wise, you know, you just mistake him for an assault character. Mm. Uh, Ben out of three, there's been some shit going on. Oh, there's been some shit. Uh, the voice actress that played Bayonetta, uh, Helena Taylor, in the first two games, uh, told everyone to boycott because they would only pay her four grand. Uh, which is shit. Um, but it's kind of it's kind of industry standard as well. Voice actors get underpaid. It's not fair. It's bullshit. Um, and it should be changed completely. Uh, but then came out that no, it was four thousand per session. Mm. Uh, and she would have got about like fifteen grand. Uh, and then she came out again and says, uh, well, it was actually ten thousand, <laughs> and then. Uh, she reached out to Hideki Kamiya, you know, the, the director, uh, and he offered her an extra 5000 on top of that. Uh, Jesus. They, um, but she declined it because uh, uh, saying she wanted six figures, which she's saying is a lie. Um, six figures and residuals, so she got a percentage of profits, uh, which is a lie. We'll point out that um, actors in movies and shit get that. They mm. want more than that, but they will get residuals. So I don't think residuals is a massive ask on games that make, you know, hundreds of millions. Yeah, true. Um, and anyone who thinks that uh, about voice acting isn't as hard as acting, have you ever heard an actor just try their hand at voice acting for the first time? It's push. shocking. Like, and I mean, I watched that, I watched one episode of that Marvel's What If. And they, I was actually shocked to see some of the actual, you know, actors from the Marvel movies were in it. And then as soon as they started speaking, I was like, yep, I can tell you're just reading off a page. You are not committed to this role at all because you mm. do not know how to voice act. And then they make things worse. So the, the actress that's, that took over, took the job, Jennifer Hale, absolute legend in, in voice acting. Um, mm. That's Commander Shepard. All right. Okay. People started fucking going after her on Twitter. She's like, "What the f- what the fuck did I do? <laughs> I took a uh, job. Fuck off, fucking arsehole." So, uh, yeah, this, uh, this is a crazy thing. Um, for a start, your woman didn't help things by being misleading, and she was misleading. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't help anyone's case of a voice actor should get paid more be- doing things like that. But nope. at the same time, she has a point in that voice actors should get paid more because, yes, mm-hmm. they should. Um, 
and and that's 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 basically my feelings on that. Uh, it's shit that she's not there, but leave Jennifer Hale the fuck alone. Yeah, but then as you say, that's that's just you know people on the internet going, oh, but she's the real voice of Ben. What the fuck do you think? You, how dare you take a job? It's like fuck off, but, man. But it's mad. It's like both sides of this argument. There's just people being cunts. So there's people mm. like defending uh, platinum and. Um, and Nintendo and that being like, oh, they're going to go and you know, jump them to defend a corporation over a person. But then at the same time, there's people on the side of the actress going after another actress and being abusing her online. It's like, Jesus Christ! Ah, okay. the internet. Yeah, the internet. <laughs> uh, then we talked about the console thing, and then uh, speaking of voice actors. Oh yeah. This is a bit old. Everyone's said their piece about this. We haven't been there. That Mario trailer. It looks good. (laughs) Do you know what? It genuinely does. There's there's no denying that. I think think you were right in saying Jack Black's probably going to steal the show. Mm. I think he will. Um, He he nails it. There's a guy that can do voice acting. He's very good. Yeah. But he's done a lot of that in the past, you see. Obviously, he's done video games, animation. He's, He's done a lot of voice acting. Um. Plus, he's just a big personality anyway. How could how could he not voice act? But uh, yeah, I think he he's gonna absolutely nail Bowser. I also I'm also very excited to hear Charlie Day as I, Luigi. Though. Charlie Day, he, there was a wee brief sort of Charlie Day line uh, at the end of the trailer. I yes. he'll be great as well. Um, and then we had Chris Pratt, who has been working very hard on his Mario voice, in that he has a slight Brooklyn accent, mm-hmm. and that's that. That's that. It's just Chris Pratt. Pretty much, I pretty much is. Um, what way I, were it? That, that's. It's just. It's not even like people are angry or upset about it. Everyone's just like, uh, well, shrug your shoulders. What did we expect? I thought he might have tried something different with his voice, but nah. He didn't. He didn't have to like the, <laughs> the insane high pitched Mario voice, but. Yeah, you couldn't listen to that for the length of a. To be, full to be film. honest though, let's be, Charlie Day's pretty high pitched when he gets excited. So yeah, you're gonna have one of the Squeaky Brothers in there anyway. Um, I I would have liked do the Bob Hoskins take. <laughs> yeah. Or the uh, Captain Lou Albano, which is pretty much the same thing. Yeah. But he just sounds like Chris Pratt. He yeah. lean lean heavier into that that Brooklyn. Bob Hoskins as <laughs> <is> Mario. <laughs> He's uh-huh. fucking. That film's not that bad. I watched that <laughs> recently because I had never watched it, and you right. know, you, you just hear it's like everyone ripping on it and say it's uh, oh, it's shit, it's shit. And then, and then I was uh, out of curiosity, like within the last year, went I'm gonna watch this fucking thing, and it's actually pretty cool. Mushroom Kings is this weird fucking dystopian world and it's like it's a really interesting take on mario um and i thought it wasn't too bad there's a lot of people see i've i've never seen the street fighter movie and everyone's always to me going oh you should watch it because it's so bad but i've never got around to watching it so i know what you mean when people are sort of always talking about a particular film that you've never seen I only remember watching the Mario film when I was young, though, and the thing that annoyed me the most, more than anything, to be mm. fair, was what they did to Yoshi. <laughs> it's like Yoshi oh, was a aye. fucking raptor. 
but it suited the tone of the film. If, it did, if, uh, if you're not too up your arse about Mario lore and shit, um, you can sit down and enjoy that. Same with the Street Fighter stuff. If you care about Street Fighter story and lore, uh, you're not going to have a good time. Um, but <laughs> it's funny. I don't know if it's... In, well, it is intentionally funny. Um, but, like... You know that you can take enjoyment from it as long as you don't uh, think, you, yeah, know, you, you don't care too much about the reverence of Street Fighter. Yeah, let's be honest. I mean, I, I, I love the original Mortal Kombat film, but I'm not saying that it's fucking Oscar worthy. I know the original Mortal Kombat film is cheesy and bad, but it's well, brilliant at the same it, time. It it went the it it went the route of we're just going to make a kung fu tournament movie, and that it pretty decent job of one of those whereas street fighter is we're gonna make a movie which is a saturday morning cartoon episode <laughs> stressed <laughs> out and it's gonna be really stupid but then everyone says ron julia was fucking brilliant as ron julia is having the time of his fucking <laughs> life in that film <laughs> Because there's that famous line that even Kenny Omega quoted was, when I came, it was the greatest day of your life, but to me, it was Tuesday. <laughs> uh, I know the, that line from that film. There's one great part as well where it's like, I don't know what happened. They're all the, it's near the end, and there's a whole thing where the bison camp is getting attacked, and there's a big thing full of exploding barrels, like in a truck, barreling towards them. They're looking at it on a security monitor, and um, Zangief just goes, Quick, change the channel. <laughs> so uh, that—that's the kind of tone you're getting. They yep. do—they—they um, yep. they do, they do Dalsum and Blanca pretty dirty in that, though. What do you mean? Like they're just afterthought. They don't matter at all. Oh. Dalsum's a scientist who's making Blanca <laughs> out of Charlie. <laughs> Charlie Nash. Like I did. <laughs> He's got Charlie Charlie Nash in a machine and he's turning him into Blanca. <laughs> there also is a point where it's like, so this is by like Blanca's is like Bison's new weapon that he's gonna sell to people. Um <laughs> and he's in like it's like this wee tube and it's down down in the, the lab that's that's underneath his big lair. Um and uh, Gail, who is Jean-Claude Van Damme, finds him and gets him out and all, and then, then he uh, he runs away with Dalsum. Dalsum takes him out into the fucking jungles or whatever and that's them away. But Gail gets in the wee tube, and then Bison is bringing up the tube to, to uh, demo blanket to all the people who are there to bid on it. And I shit you <laughs> Why not... Why is Island's being attacked? Well, no, this Island, this is, they've, they've snuck in and done this. The full attack oh, hasn't sorry. started yet. The thing opens in all the smoke, and Jean-Claude Van Damme does a full-on flying kick out of the fucking tube. No run-up needed. Like, <laughs> defies gravity, just shoots out of this tube in a flying kick. Okay, I have to watch this. You probably should, I. You probably yep. should. <laughs> this sounds hilarious. Right, I have to watch this. Right, right. But yeah, uh, Mario movie could be good. Sorry, uh, there. yeah. So let's let's run through Rass, and we're going to do this different. So we just put a bunch of sort of well, it's going to be all AEW. Sorry, but that's what hmm. we watch. Um, and just talk about the different stuff that, that's happened. Uh, starting with the the punk and uh, the elite situation, because there's been some changes to that. Mm -hmm. For example, 
Daily got mentioned yes. in Dynamite for the first time since Brawl Out happened. Um, Was that what they call the Brawl Out? I yeah, like yeah. Um, they got yeah. mentioned as being the first ever trios champions. Yes, they did by Mr. Tony Schiavone. No, I, I noticed that when it was said as well. I was like, ooh. Could have been Tony going into business for himself, but we don't know. <laughs> I could totally see Giovanni doing that. <laughs> he, oh, he's an executive now, so. Yep. You know. uh, he's he's big player in there now, but that's, if there's um, anyone you'd want to, and that would be Giovanni. Like. Ace Steel has been let go. Yes. Uh, which He'd only joined March, wasn't it, I think? Yeah, he was a recent... Uh, but that's what happens when you bite EVPs. You lose your job. Imagine mm. that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he's gone. Um, it seems that uh, Kenny and the Bucks may be returning soon-ish from all the, the rumors and stuff and the rumors of uh, a punk contract buyout. Um, I'm betting Tony Khan is doing his damnedest to try and save this thing, but it might be just time to... Cut your losses. And every time to let it go. Like, you got a year of really good shit. Um, yeah. You know, let's focus on what we have. Uh, not sure what else is salvageable from that, but... Yeah, that's that's where we are on... Uh, on CM Punk and the Elite. Uh, what a guy, huh? <laughs> Brought back with all the fucking pomp that you could want treated like an absolute star yep. pisses, pisses it up against the wall that's mad I, I, I still can't wrap my head around it all all because of one line that Hangman said this set him off it wasn't even that bad it no. was a promo he cut a fucking promo like Eddie Kingston said way worse he did <laughs> he did he just said straight to his face nobody wants you here <laughs> Ah, weird, weird situation. Speaking of Hangman, um, mm. we at the 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 top of the card, we've got John Moxie is the champion. Um, Hangman is was how did he get that title shot again? He won a something. he won the battle royale. Yes, and then we have MJF in there with his poker chip that he's looking yes. to cash in. Um, Speaking of MJF, he had that promo uh, with William Regal. Brilliant, hi. Good God, that was amazing. If you haven't seen that, you should look at it. The two of them were great bouncing off each other, though. Yeah, yeah. Because Regal's retort was excellent. It was all, if an email was all it took to get you upset, well, you've had it hard, haven't you? <laughs> mm. uh, he's always, I was 15 years old and wrestling grown-ass men. Uh, I was getting the shit kicked out of me. And I near quit, and you nearly quit because of an email. Uh, yeah. Who's had the harder life? It was MJF referencing going to a tryout in WWE, and then Regal saying, send me your shit, and then sending him an email saying, nah, you're, uh, I've got a lot to do. And then it's like, I wanted to kill myself at that point. It's like, mm. it, which is probably, there's probably truth to that. A bit of truth in there. Uh. Um, but God damn, that, that was like really passionate promo the week before as well like um like last week we had the moxie and hangman title match but the 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 promo moxie and hangman had as well the face-to-face -face in the ring yep. Hangman bust himself open <laughs> yep doing the promo because i'm a man 
Say, like, because oh. he called him a sweet kid. Yeah. And Hangman's just like, what? <laughs> Losing it. Hangman's so good at the baby face stuff. Like, just, just fucking, like. Yeah, but he's so rela- he's so likable and relatable though, because yeah. he doesn't come across like this larger than life guy. He's just like this. Ah, I'm just here to wrestle and probably win some matches. People rag on him. Well, not rag on him, but like people are very like critical of his run uh, with the title. I think it was a victim of their own success, and that that they they put together probably the best thing that AEW's ever done, which was his ascension to the top. That two year mm-hmm. journey. And whatever they were going to do after that was always going to be probably not quite as good. Because they had some great matches, though. Great matches, aye. But for, like, presentation-wise and storyline-wise, there wasn't much to it. It was like, all right, now you're going to defend you. And that's the thing with baby faces: The chase is always more interesting than the rain. Mm-hmm. Always, always. Uh, aye. Like, yeah, can you name me a baby face that's had, a, a like, a rain that's more interest, interesting than their than their chase it's always the heels that have the good reins aye because the heels come out of nowhere and take the belt and then they hold on to it for ages being shits about it and that's the point because you know what you get when you have a face holding on to it for ages Hulk fucking Hogan that's what you get or or in Hikaru Shida's case you have a woman holding an entire vision together well I guess so yeah but that was a different era obviously um yeah, so the match that happened last week, the, the title match, Moxley versus Hangman for the title. Unfortunate thing happened. Hangman takes the King Kong Laureate and sort of lands on his head. It looks... Did you did you watch it back like in slow motion? It looks nasty. The moment that happened, I knew something was wrong. Yeah, he was just the down. moment I had he, seen it, I was like, Jesus, something did not go right there. Out cold, eh? Out cold. Mm. Um, fair play to who was a Bryce Ramsberg referee. Mm-hmm. I think it was anyway. Just it was straight Bryce. straight away down, stop the match, doctor in. Uh, they got the stretcher out. You knew it was real. Uh, when they started undoing the bottom rope. Yep. Yep. Um, he went to hospital. Uh, diagnosed with a concussion. So Hangman's probably going to be out a couple of weeks now. With they go through their concussion protocol until mm. he gets cleared um but right thing to do stop the match yep. no point in 100 through it so uh, this obviously happened with about 10 minutes to go mm-hmm. um and i have to admit uh i was very shocked because Max obviously it was almost like he broke character a bit and he was just sort of you know to the fans you know I'm, I'm, we really hope hangman's put back and hope he comes back to enter you know uh to to wrestle for all you fine folks and all this here and he's all hope he gets to hold his, his baby boy again and all this here and and then he just turns around and he drops an f-bomb on tv calling out mjf <laughs> yeah i thought it was really cool mjf was watching that match and then at was one point shivani goes mjf's not up there anymore hi hi <laughs> where'd he go <laughs> where did he go um and they they played everyone really well because he comes out with a chip and you're like oh we're we doing this now um, and that was a good way to play off. It's like, oh, there's there's like 10 minutes left here. There's time mm. to do this. Um, but these two guys did such a good job of filling that 10 minutes. Aye. Like, with, this is like, we're talking, you know, unfortunate accident. We've got 10 minutes. Go do something. They're like, aye, right. 
John Moxley didn't even get out of the fucking ring and talk to anyone. He just went out, just went with it. And yep. that that is John Moxley is the guy. John Moxley is AEW. Yep. He just is. Um, There's a couple of guys who've been carrying this since the whole punk and elite thing. The the three or four guys you can definitely rely on have been Moxley, Jericho, I would say, um, Hangman. And I even Oddly, I would say Pac has been definitely trying to keep things up mm, yeah, on the up. Yeah. He's been a busy man. But yeah, um, 10 months to go, as you say, he didn't even get out of the ring. He just went for it. And obviously, MJF came out. Was able to get his shirt off this time. <laughs> <laughs> but GC has been hitting the gym, though. Uh, he's in, in great shape. Now, I put this to you. MJF, right now, he's a fucking face. The stuff he's doing. I would say he's in the, he's he's like an in the an, an in betweener type guy because he still comes out and buries the towns and all. He turns to Mox and says, "No, we're not doing it now. I don't want you with any excuses. I want to beat you one hundred percent." That true. is a fucking baby face move all day long there. Yeah, but uh, then so, that's again that's what Regal said to him because Regal claimed him to taking shortcuts and even turned his back and says, "All right, take me out now," and he wouldn't do it. Mm, so. Mm. It's, he is, maybe he's in the... And there was the whole thing with Stokely as well after the wheeler Yuta match, so uh, maybe maybe he's, it's like a really slow eventual turn. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he'll just do the same thing even as a face. <laughs> just bury yeah. the heels. So definitely got good stuff happening at the, the, the top there. Um, mm. Good recovery after all the, the punk stuff. Um mm. And to try and get the the title, who do you? So we're we're getting this MJF Moxie match. Do you think MJF wins at uh, Full Gear? Yeah, it seems like really quickly to take it off Mox again. But Mox is owed time off, and yeah. it seems like you need to pull the tr- trigger on MJF now. Now is the yeah. time. True. True. I uh, suppose in Mox, it doesn't really matter to him. He's just like I, I'll I'll do what I can to help keep this ship going but uh once i had to hand the title over to mjf i'm taking fucking holidays mm. and rene paquette is now signed yes it's a backstage dan, dan housing claims that was him got her signed <laughs> he claims it was him did it because john wouldn't bring any snacks to work so now she can come to work and bring dan housing snacks <laughs> <laughs> Did you watch the uh, RJ City interview? No, not yet. <laughs> Must give it a good. watch. It's very good. So RJ City's unbelievable. You married to John Moxley. I'm sorry it didn't work out with Dean. <laughs> <laughs> very good. Very good. Um, she's a good get. She's very good at uh, interviewer that sort of stuff. Mm. Uh, she has said she does not want to do commentary because mm. she, she doesn't think she's good at it oh uh well we talk about the women's division um mm. is it just me or is this getting better it feels like it um a big part of that i think is she back on tv yeah, and I, I would actually put a, a good bit of it down to people like uh, we've got Penelope Ford back, who has God, she is a different person. Ah, <laughs> uh, unbelievable! Like she was always kind of good, 
you know, when you got her in a good match, she was good, but now she's just banging them out. She's brilliant. Um, we got Riho back. That's right, Riho came back. Yay! Uh, I would actually say a lot of focus uh, for the women's division as well could easily be thanks to uh, Willow Nightingale. The crowd yep. goes mad for her, and I can't believe she wasn't signed. Uh, she's Until... officially signed now. Um, that's a good get as well. Uh, mm. Willow's very, very good. JR calling her green, but JR's an asshole. The, 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 last, the <laughs> less said about JR, the better. Trust me. Jeez. <laughs> Um, yeah it it seems to be getting better like it's definitely not there yet like Mm. but we're getting more stuff happening that's like brit's still there um but there's definitely something emerging with jamie hater uh people are so into jamie hater right now uh rightly so she's Um, really good just waiting for her to break away from from brit um when that happens it'll be good Yep. I think um, I think Sheeta just gave uh, Tony Storm her best match. Yep. Regardless of title defense or not, um, which isn't a surprise. Uh, that that match they had on Dynamite, uh, I was kind of surprised where like you know a Brits gang got in for the beatdown and Sheeta just disappeared, which seemed weird. <laughs> to me, it kind of took away from that great match. So I was like. You could have done this. Yeah, but you they, could have done this after or another time. Yeah, I guess they wanted to do the the re the reho thing. Ah, true, true. That's that's one of the criticisms AEW gets sometimes is they don't let things just sit for a second. They don't mm. don't just like you just have this great match. Let let the moment breathe, as they say. Mm. Um, but, but yeah, shit, fucking the the count of the three they were in there kicking the shit out of her. Hi. Um. All Atlantic title, which Pac has been defending uh, and has probably made it more relevant than the uh, TNT title at the minute. It actually seems like it, doesn't it? Because I don't think Wardlow's defended that in no. a m- month and a half. Too busy doing tag shit with mm. Joe. Who? Joe and against... Who the fuck was he tagging against? Uh... Oh, was it the Gates of Agony and them boys? Oh, I... <sighs> I uh, well, anyway. Well, they're, they're both going to defend their titles against um, the the Kingdom. No, mm-hmm. is that what you call them? Yes, they were, from they were Impact. Em- Impact, I... Yes. Um, that's... Former Impact World Tag Team Champions. The Canalises and some other guy. Yes, uh... Should have forgot his name. He's actually really good. <laughs> well, I forgot anyway, his name. All anyway. Atlantic title. We've got a new champion. Mm-hmm. Orange Cassidy finally got himself some gold. Great match against Pac. Um, I love that he comes out and has the title in uh, a Radiel backpack because he doesn't like holding things. Yep. Perfect. Hey. Even this week on Rampage, where he just popped up from behind the bar and he's just all, hey, look, look what I want. Look what <laughs> I want. Hey, do you want a beer? <laughs> <laughs> That's his way of challenging. Well, he shouldn't be challenging, bro. It's like um, Roosh and Ten. Ten. So, geez, what a shot at me. <laughs> all Atlantic title. Um, 
And then we had the best friends got a shot at the trios titles, which didn't quite work. But I think the the, the main story here is is Pac and his cheating yeah. ways. The dissension within the Death Triangle. Yeah, he keeps using. He's been using that ring bell hammer yep. in his own matches, and he tried it in their defense. Um, Pe- not Penta. Um, Phoenix. Ray Phoenix stopped him. He was like, "What are you mm-hmm. at? You don't need to do that." So, and then he got himself involved in Eddie Kingston's business. Yeah, you don't want to do that. <laughs> they Eddie, had business before. Eddie's doing this whole thing, uh, like continuing where he beats the fuck out of it. Like, it's been mostly on dark, but him and Ortiz winning matches, and then Eddie uh, just going nuts and <laughs> not stopping. Um, but yeah, the trios titles have been making for really good matches uh, so far. Um, Unless one, JR doesn't like it. Uh, Fuck that! It's one of it's one of AEW's strength is their trios division. Ah, big time. Um, because it's just pure. They just go full on lucha with it. Uh, which is what trios is. It's yep. just the this ain't six man. That's different. This is trios. Yep. It's lucha. Um, and I, I think that's that's been it's been a highlight of the shows. Definitely has. Um, they claimed. Tag champions <laughs> over as fuck. Scissor me is a cultural phenomenon. Yep. Uh, I don't know about what they're. <laughs> what do you think? Of, like, actually, you know what? Smart Mark Sterling is very good, and doing yes. this whole thing where I have patented or copyrighted Scissor me and wrestling, you can't yep. use it or I will sue you, which he actually did. So I don't. <laughs> Right? Does he get in a cut of their t-shirt sale now? For real? I have no idea. But um, obviously they had the match there on Rampage, and they 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 won the match, so they got to keep the or they they got their thing back. So it, I was think it was just a, a cool way to get them a defense and put something on the line. Yeah, as well. it's it's good that in a way it's like they're doing booking that is not just we're right number one. Uh, so so that was Mark Sterling said, I've copyrighted this. You can't use Scissor Me unless you give uh, Tony Nice and Josh Woods. Josh Woods a title shot, which, yeah, that, that, that's something new. It's different. Yeah, it's, it's uh, you know, booking things uh, a bit differently, which I like. But, uh, yeah, claimed are still ridiculously over. Ah, Jesus, they are insanely over. But they're brilliant as well. I, I, your man Bowens is—he's definitely the, the star of the two of them. I think. Obviously, your man Caster with his raps at the start, people love that shit. And Caster is very good, like. But there's just something about Bowens. He's mm-hmm. just so. I don't, what's the word I'm looking for? Crisp. Yeah. The ring just yeah. looks really, really just nice. The improvements they made over over the uh, since they started tagging together is is mm. like really good. Um. In, in ring they just sort of come into their own um like speaking of uh, tag teams as well like it's been a stretch to justify why fdr haven't got the title shot mm. you know and it has to happen at some point uh they have been number one contenders for months yep um 
and I guess that's why you need to book creatively to let other teams get shots mm. uh, without being number one contenders. Uh, so I think this week they're putting that number one contender spot on the line against Swerving Our Glory. Yes, they are. Uh, and Swerving Our Glory still working their way to breaking up at some point. Sneaky Swerve. <laughs> Sneaky Swerve and Big Keith Lee, who is still a face. Yep, very much so. Like, he's even apologizing for Swerve and all now during interviews, so you can just tell he's the face of the group. And then we'll wrap up our wrestling segment with uh, a bit of Jericho with what he's up to at the minute. So he is the Ring of Honor World Champion, and he is working his way through all the past Ring of Honor World Champions um, and proclaiming himself the greatest Ring of Jericho Champion of all time. <laughs> and he is just uh, shitting all over Ring of Honor on purpose. <laughs> on purpose. It's brilliant. I have to admit, I'm enjoying the whole Jericho thing. I really am. Yeah. Him doing the whole Daniel Garcia with uh, Brian Danielson, him, you know, Garcia winning the pure title and then uh, being torn between the two. And then you think he's going to turn on Jericho and then he turns on on Danielson uh, to cost him against Jericho. Um, yeah, it's been good. And I guess this will eventually lead to. Um, Garcia being Ring of Honor World Champion at some point. I'm guessing so. I'm guessing so. <clears throat> like Garcia is absolutely fantastic in the ring, and he's actually pretty good in the microphone as well. Maxi, I'm, I'm you know the way normally them young guys you use their find they've got a great personality and they're okay in the ring, or they're amazing in the ring, but they're just like a lump of wood on the mic. Yeah, he's, he seems to have a good balance. He's not amazing, but he can he can certainly come across passionate and fiery on the mic, so he can. Mm-hmm. He's only what twenty? What's he? Twenty three? Twenty four? Yeah, he's very young. Uh, we'll say uh, this allowed us to get some Dalton Castle on TV. Uh, yeah, who who challenged Jericho last week? Um, God, the crowd goes fucking nuts for him every time they he do. appears. The peacock power. Um. Yeah, that guy. You could make something out of him, definitely. Um. What do you think, of Jericho? Taking out uh, Jerry Lynn. <laughs> the tomb, tomb, tombstone pile driver. Because uh, he tried. <laughs> that was after the match. Uh, Jericho. Uh, you know, went to take out Riccoboni, the, yes. the Ring of Honor commenter, and then Jerry Lynn comes in and says, oh, what the fuck are you at? And Jerry Lynn's uh, Ring of Honor champion as well. Yep. Um, there's actually, if you look in that locker room, there's a few Ring of Honor world champions. Oh, aye. And they'll be able to bring more from outside. Oh, Jesus Christ. I hope we don't get a Jericho PCO match. No, PCO is too busy at the moment. For one match? A one-off match? <laughs> it could happen. Jericho does love PCO, actually. It, it would be bad, too. It would be bad. I think I'd rather have Luther. <laughs> no, actually, you know what? I know I would rather have Luther, because have you seen the shape he's in these days? He is, uh, he's ridiculously ripped. I think he was doing films or something. Is that what he was doing? Um, nah, not, not PCO. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's... It's, it's just... Because obviously Danielson is a former Ring of Honor champion. 
Yes. Uh, uh, so is, is Christopher Daniels a former Ring of Honor champion? Mm, I want to say no. Okay. But I'm not sure. Because obviously you're looking at boys that age. Maybe he'd have been around during that time. But It's Kenny. No, I don't think no. he ever held it. Uh, you have um, Joe. Oh, Joe, that's right. You would have had CM Punk. That could have been a really good thing to do there, but uh, mm. um, no, I don't think he held, or I don't think Christopher Daniels held it. Oh, okay. Must have been just tag team then with Frankie. Um, there's shit. What do you call him? Undisputed Elite. Not the cool. racist one. Well, Adam Cole, yes, uh, and Kylo Riley. Kylo Riley. Hmm. Actually, um, Lion, he was Christopher Daniels was Ring of Honor champion. Was he? One time. I be. I could see maybe doing something with that. So yeah, we've got got a bunch of matches you could do. I don't know. Uh, it could be a while yet till we see Adam Cole. Apparently, his concussion was really bad. Oof. What about Kylo Riley? What happened to him? I can't remember what kind of way happened to. Uh. I should very quickly mention though that uh, obviously you were you were talking about undisputed elite and obviously Bobby Fish is he's now gone and has now joined Impact and mm. gets booed the moment he walks in. He got booed in his hometown, like yeah. So that tells you all you need to know. Uh, I don't know. I'm not. Don't know if he's actually a racist or what. It's just that he was. Um, y- you know, it's keeps certain company that would be deep into that QAnon nonsense. Yeah, so, yeah. So yeah. it's uh, yeah. Don't know. But yeah. So overall, what is what are your? Do you have any thoughts on how the the post? CM Punk era has been going so far? I think it's actually been going very smoothly. I really do. Um, I think they've done a great job sort of keeping it on the rails. And like I say, it's been people like uh, Mox, Jericho, Hangman, even Pack and Cassidy. They've been keeping that. Uh, they've been keeping the sort of the show focused. And obviously they haven't really been talking about you know anyone else that was involved, but we mm. had the elites names mentioned. Um, but there's been absolutely zero mention of punk or anything at, like, like that. Um, obviously, the big story at the, at the top is the MJF Moxley thing. Um, it's good. I'm actually happy to see. I don't know whether this is because there's a few people gone from the top, but it's good to see the women are actually getting a bit more of a, a show. It's, I'm actually happy to see Nyla back on TV. Oh yeah, we didn't even mention Nyla in the women's division. She has stolen the TBS belt. She's so fucking funny though. <laughs> what she she stole the belt and then she stole her car. <laughs> uh, um, that match probably won't be very good, but you know, ah, uh, just doing some fun segments with it. It's just you, you can just know Nyla is genuine. Well, she, we know she's genuinely funny, and she's just dicking around on the camera. Hey, so she is. But uh, I, 
they should just do this thing now where Nyla Rose just steals something of Jade's every week to the point where she just you see her leaving the arena with like Kira Hogan under her arm or something, just stealing her. Just bye. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I definitely think there was, despite ratings and stuff, it definitely, all that stuff knocked everything off the reels. Um, it has been, to recover to where it is at the minute, it, it, like, as you were saying, Moxley, Jericho, the likes of uh, and MJF, all done fantastic jobs of mm. sort of just filling in that vacuum. Um, like, you can't understate how important John Moxley is. Mm. You wouldn't even like. There's guys in there. You're always a guy X X WWE, but you don't even see Moxley as that. You see no. Moxley as AW original. Yep was was their day one. It, like same with wait, well Jericho transcends promotions. To be honest, like true, you don't <laughs> say. fucking Chris Jericho, but um. Just yeah, I see. Like Moxley's the face of the company at the moment. He definitely is, and it's well deserved. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some time off is definitely well deserved for him as well. Yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't hate like he's he's had a monster reign. Um, yeah, but like, all the fucking about we we punk aside. Yeah. Um, like I I wouldn't. If it meant him taking time off and uh, MJF getting the title, uh, then I think that's that's grand. Uh, if that happens at, at full gear, I think mm. MJF the second he gets that title turns in. Oh, hundred percent. Oh, he's gonna be a, a like he'll yeah uh, he'll do everything he can just to hold on to it till the bidding war of twenty twenty four. Genuinely, yes. nobody knows what's gonna happen there either, though. <laughs> I think MJF's going to have a very long reign too. You, you can yep. almost see it go run until 2024. Yep. Um, I could see... Uh, so we're, we're going to go behind the curtain here, but uh, I could see when his contract comes up, Cody Rhodes will be in Triple H's ear going, hire him at any cost. You would be mental not to grab him. I think Tony Khan will give him whatever he asked. There is yes. a rumor. There is a rumor running about that he has already signed an extension. Ah, cool. Uh, that is a rumor. I don't yep. know <laughs> what the truth is, but they're they're keeping it quiet because they obviously mm. want to do an angle. Yeah, yeah. Of when it comes up, and you'd be stupid not to. Yeah. Um. But I yeah. should. I do quickly want to mention. I know we did. We didn't talk about this, but I. I quickly want to mention the stuff christian's been doing as well has been phenomenal oh yeah yeah. um he he has been absolutely on fire and there was something that was said last week that made me go oh um so obviously luchasaurus is healed and christian's his right hand of destruction and christian's words were it's time for luchasaurus to get some gold so if you have gold in this company watch your ass who's gonna who who I would I would happily sit down and watch Luchasaurus versus either Joe or Wardlow. I that's one thing I was gonna ask you. Do you think the Ring of Honor stuff is maybe there's too much? I reckon they're trying to get everyone 
sort of familiar with Ring of Honor by putting lots of it on the TV and then they go, yes. hey, look, we have a weekly TV show for Ring of Honor. And there's rumblings about a streaming deal of some sort for Ring of Honor where it getting its own show, which mm. it desperately needs because I think, yeah, it, it is getting to be a bit much. And like two weeks ago, it was fucking ridiculous. It was basically a Ring of Honor show. Mm-hmm. Um, last week, it was very scaled back. Um but yeah, they need to get a, its own show, and then guys can like you can do crossover back and forth all you want, but mostly keep that stuff separate. Yeah, um, you want to make that like an occasion. Mm, mm. But but yeah, if if you had a particularly big title match for the world title, you say, well, that's on Dynamite this week because it's mm-hmm. a real big deal. Um, but yeah. That that's a hundred percent what's going on. So it's like get people into this Ring of Honor stuff. Get people used to these names. So when the the Ring of Honor show kicks off, we'll hopefully have an audience ready to go. There's no way Tony can run both of them though. He's gonna have to leave someone in charge of one of them. Yeah, but Ring of Honor. I'm guessing. I would hope so. Get me running everything. Eh? Jeez, he'd wear himself into the ground. But I guess that's our first podcast back after hiatus. How long were we away? It's definitely nearly a month. Should I make a po- a political joke? Go on. <laughs> were we longer than were we away longer than Liz Trust was in office? Ooh, that's a good question. Maybe. Nah, that was <laughs> over a month. I think she was in office like forty something days. Oh, we just missed it then. God, she should get into wrestling. <laughs> a great heel. A great heel. I don't give up. I'm a fighter. I resign. <laughs> Tapping immediately. People <laughs> <laughs> just start shooting at her. You tapped out. You tapped out. <laughs> See, you can put wrestling logic on anything. That's what's so good yep. about it. Hell, we were chanting wrestling chants at Ninja's wedding, for fuck's sake. <laughs> there was a lot of scissoring going on. Well, there's scissoring going on <laughs> everywhere. There is. Like I said, cultural phenomenon. Uh, I guess we'll, oh, we'll call it there, and we will be back next week this time. Yep, unless my PC blows up. But then, you know, we've got backup means for me. As long as your PC doesn't blow up, we're okay. God, don't even say that. <laughs> I tried to plug in the hard drive from the old PC just to see, figure out what went wrong. And it may have been new PC blue screen, so that's what went wrong. Yep, so uh, take that out immediately. Get that out of there. <laughs> Fucking hell. Not another one. <laughs> but I, that'll do us for this week. Um, and we'll be back again next Tuesday. Uh, see you then. Bye. Bye.